0: Welcome to Two Peas We Are, a podcast about growing, empowering, and inspiring teachers to create dynamic learning experiences for all students.
1: Welcome to episode six of Two Peas We Are podcast. I'm Jen Newbarth and I'm Heidi Adams. And what happened this week, Jen? And <laughs> Heidi Adams <laughs> and Jen Newbarth are now Google certified level two educators. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> we can now start sleeping googling. <laughs> sleeping well. There's,
0: I was thinking there is nothing, well, there's nothing more exciting. I guess there are a few more things that are exciting. <laughs> but seeing that notification on your computer screen that says, you passed!
1: And it's like confetti and things flying. So. Well, there's so much preparation yeah. to get ready for it. So then when you get that confetti and you feel like you have achieved something that you've been working towards, it feels good. Confetti feels very good. equals success. Amen.
0: So <laughs> what does this all mean, Miss Heidi? It, mean? it means that um, in with the Google tools, we have been trained and certified to have enough knowledge to help teachers integrate them into their classroom. And I think probably the best part of it is in the training at the Edu Training Center. Um, we'll put the link on our website. Um, but in in the training, they really focus on the pedagogy and the good teaching and learning. Absolutely. So it starts with that. Um, and, and that's like the whole foundation. It really isn't about all the Google tools. It's yep. just about good teaching and learning.
1: When you start in on the training, it's kind of, it takes you back at first because you're like, wait, I'm not learning about the tool. But when you think about it, that's the way it should be. It talks about flipped classrooms and blended learning and thinking differently about how we present and then how the tools can help. And really, there's not a lot of looking directly at the tools. So it's really, it's a, it's a, Really neat opportunity, I've loved it.
0: And probably one of the best segues we have into our show today is that um, it really focuses on the four Cs and that's kind of what our show is all about. Um, so it just, it you know, it talks about how important it is to get to all four of those Cs, which we'll talk about. Um, and it also supports the Future Ready framework, all about personalized learning. And it kind of integrates all these G Suite tools um, to help kids be ready, be future ready, and um, learn, direct their own learning and learn what they need to learn. Awesome. So congratulations, Miss Heidi. And congratulations, you too, Jen.
1: Hey. who's rocking it out? Um, This week, I get the privilege to talk about a teacher who is a third grade teacher within our district. And her name's Mrs. Fox, and I get the privilege to work with her at one of my schools. And I also had a great privilege of working with her
0: a long time ago, back in the early 2000s, and she is a lovely person. Did you have her son? I did have her son, Aww. too. <laughs> and I think he's, like, old now, which makes me really old. Well, you know. <laughs> That's the beauty of teaching. Yes.
1: So Mrs. Fox has been um, working with her third graders in reading and writing, um, and she wanted to have her students video themselves. And we had done a project earlier in the year where they videoed and then they uploaded into a Canvas discussion. So she wanted to try it again. So we had her students use the iPads and they videoed themselves talking about their animal projects. And then we created a Canvas discussion And they took those projects and they uploaded them to Canvas so that they would have the ability to make comments and suggestions and um, kind of talk about their information so that they could improve it and uh, continue. Boy, that sounds like real good feedback. Yeah. (laughs) And it was awesome. And I had her do it on the iPads first so that they had the ability to watch it and then delete it and continue to make it better because the first time they did it, um, they didn't have that option and they really wanted to make them perfect because they knew someone was going to see it. So they were very passionate about it. So after they were finished with the discussion board, they were able to share it with, or all of their friends were able to see it and make those comments. And then they took the next step and they took the information that they had discussed and they wrote their information informational essays and when I went in to meet with um, Mrs. Fox she brought out the essays and she's like these are the best essays that I have ever gotten Um, and she said she feels like she saw such a huge improvement because students had the ability to think through what they were going to say to practice what they were going to say and to kind of get their organization their word choice um, kind of thought through before they actually wrote. And um, I love this because in language arts, oftentimes we give them something to write and they write it once and they're done. They don't want to edit it. They don't want to change what they've said. But when they had the opportunity to video themselves, rewatch it and then decide, is this my best? It gave them the opportunity to really kind of refine their thoughts and think about what they were going to say. And then basically their writing was done. They just had to write it on a piece of paper. So um, I really, really loved her enthusiasm. I loved the kids' enthusiasm. The picture that she sent to me, they were great. The kids were so excited. And obviously, Mrs. Fox is implementing many of the four c's enter a classroom and oftentimes we implement the four c's and don't even think about them as the four c's so if we think about it um students were communicating their ideas through talking it out um and thinking and like on screen they were talking it out they were organizing their thoughts they were you know talking um about i'm kind of losing my thought but yeah giving each other think about their feedback Students were collaborating by posting to a discussion board for feedback and they had the opportunity to talk to a wider audience. Uh, They were thinking critically when they were deciding on their wording and making decisions to redo their video and improving their speaking. And my personal thought is that writing is a creative art. So I think that they were able to take their information and create an artful essay and encompassing that fourth C of creativity. Our big topic of the day will be to discuss the four C's, communication, collaboration, creativity, and critical thinking. And we wanna provide some ideas of how to incorporate each into lessons. And when thinking about the four C's, they can be accomplished without tech, but technology makes it more robust and easier to access for all students. And I liked how your example of Mrs.
0: Fox she used a little bit of technology, and then she also yeah. used some, you know, some paper, some old school. So I think it's important also to have that balance for the kids as well. All right. So I'm going to be talking about the first C, and that's collaboration. They're in no particular order, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the way we roll. Whenever all. they came to our mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of good examples for collaboration. I mean, with technology, oh, it just makes collaboration, like, it just brings it out so much easier than it was, you know, even just a few years ago. But um, one example is you know students working together on most of the G Suite apps, Docs, Sheets, Slides, Drawings, or even on Office 365, if you got, have Word documents, PowerPoints, as long as you've got the online version, you can work um, collaboratively. Um, But one example, just kind of a basic example, is peer editing. So, you know, if a kid is writing in a Google Doc, for example, um, they can share it with a friend or with a peer, and the other student can either leave the comments, we talked about that in our last episode, by clicking the little comment button, um, and leave them comments on, you you know, I like how you said this, let, you know, you should maybe think about wording it this way. And then another feature in Google is something called suggestions. Which I love. And suggestions are where the, the person who's editing actually puts in, so if, if someone said um, cat and the, the person who's editing wants them to say kitten instead, <laughs> because that's important when you're <laughs> writing. They can put a suggestion in, put the word kitten, and then the the, um, original writer can accept the suggestion, and it just like shoots that suggestion right on top of what they wrote. So um, it's just another kind of another way to comment in um, Google products. Uh, Also, our LMS Canvas has a peer review option. So when you're setting up an assignment, uh, I don't know, further down in the settings, when you're in edit mode, you can set... Um, Peer review, and you can have Canvas assign peers or you can manually assign them. Um, And it's just another, you know, another option to get kids collaborating and working together. Um, Another example of collaboration is one of our favorite G Suite products. Favorite. Slides. Um, And I remember a science project that I did with my students where, um, and I just heard a teacher at, at the junior high where I'm working. And he's getting ready to do this exciting lesson. And it's um, population count. And we always did it with dandelions. So make sure you don't do this the day after they mow. Um, <laughs> or spray for weeds. Yes, that's right. We've oh, we have encountered many a uh, problems with that, but we we've always improvised. Um, but we kind of like flipped our, our population count so that it was a little bit more project based, and we had the kids kind of approach it like they worked for a lawn company and they were trying to you know sell their product that would keep the dandelions away. So we kind of incorporated that together. Um, so if you ha- if you take it a little step further, uh, you could have your kids working on a slideshow together, a slide deck. And the beauty of the collaboration of G Suite or of any um, online product is that when they share, you, you can work on it like all day long throughout different days of the week and the kids are still collaborating and working together. So you've got a kid that has to do their homework right after school. That's when they can get on the collaborative slide deck that they've shared. They can enter their information, put suggestions in there. Maybe another kid can't get to it till after dinner. So they get on, they see what the other kid did. They can write suggestions. Maybe one kid is like my son, and he waits until the morning to do his work. So he gets on there at 6 AM. But you know, there it all is, and he can contribute like that. So it's just a great. Collaboration can be um, 24-7, you know, whenever whenever they get to it.
1: Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so. And I was, just to throw this in, I was an early in the morning <laughs> worker. And my husband was a, I mean, he does his best work at like 2 or 3 a.m. And oh I'm sure goodness. that we have students out there that are oh, the yeah. same way, that work better at 4.30 in the morning yep. versus 2 a.m. at night. I
0: don't know. I guess I just did mine like after school. I was probably supposed to. So I probably just got into that habit. But now when I do my work, I try to get things done right away because I'm afraid if I'm like, you know, thinking, oh, if I put it off too long, I won't be able to do it. So
1: I'm a little neurotic about that. I put it off. (laughs) And that takes us into creativity because the creative souls like myself like to put it off to the last minute. (laughs) Anyways, in talking about creativity... Uh, again, we go back to our Google Slides or Google Drawings, which I love, and memes are so big right now, and they're such a great way for kids to be able to take a picture and then think of, I want to say sarcastic sayings, but <laughs> things that... Um, get them thinking outside of the box so memes are really 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 easy to create and if you're not sure what a meme is it's just taking a picture and then putting text over it Um, but uh, they're so easy to do in a slide you can import an image into a slide you can also import an image into a drawing and then just insert text box either on the top bottom or both And students can um, create their own memes. And I know I was in a classroom recently where the teacher was having them create a meme based on a novel that they were reading. And it was a really, really serious novel, but she was having them create them in a way that the um, main character, if the main character were creating it, what might they say? So it was a really cool way of bringing creativity into it. And the kids were really into it. Um, Another way to use creativity in your classroom and i'm really excited about this i'm kind of excited to i'm actually going to create one and put it on to our twopiesweare.com website as a kind of a tutorial for you but creating your own um, name your adventure stories using slides so use a slide deck and create a story and i'm thinking more of the students you can do it as a teacher, as a model, but then getting the students to create a slide de- deck, taking their stories and using words, images, shapes, anything that they want um, to begin developing a story. And then at the end of one of the slides, they get to the reader gets to choose where they want the story to go. So the student would have to have two different, you know, scenes that it would go to or scenarios that it would go to and they can use a hyperlink and if the student thinks okay i want bobby to go to the river and um versus bobby going to the city the reader would hit go to the river and then it would take them to another slide where the story would continue. So it's a great way for students to really get invested in their writing and to think in different ways when they're writing about scenes. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be language arts, but. Being a language arts teacher, that's where my head goes. Okay. So I will put an example together and put it into our show notes so you can kind of see visually what I'm talking about. I can't wait to see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So our third C that we're
0: talking about today is critical thinking. And of course, Jen talks about the creativity and I talk about the critical thinking because mm-hmm. that's where our brains are. But it's good for us to talk about both um so in critical thinking i'm going to kind of focus on content curation and research so when the kids are doing research they are out there on the internet you know looking for information and by the way in the google products there's a little explore button in the bottom right and that kind of brings up like a little google search bar Mm -hmm. on the right side and it just keeps their research kind of all within what they're working on now Um, I mean, it still is, you know, Googling, so they still have to use these skills, but it just kind of makes it a little bit more convenient. Um, One of the first skills that I um, have always talked to students about ever since the internet was around, which (laughs) (laughs) I was here before that happened, (laughs) are um, the domains. So the domains are like the .com and the .org, etc. And I like to just Talk to them about what they mean. So, you know, .com is usually like a commercial website. So that's usually a business. I mean, sometimes that's resi- reliable, sometimes not. So you have to do a little bit more digging when you're on a .com. Um, a .org is usually generally a um, nonprofit. Again, these are not exact rules, but usually nonprofits are, because they're not out to make a profit, they're usually uh, more on the reliable side. So you can usually trust those, but always do a little bit more digging around. And then, of course, you've got the .gov websites, and that's from the government, and that is trusted. So, you know, kids can get on there and know that it is approved by the government or put out by the government. So that's um, always a good thing. You've got .net. .net is kind of one of those... I don't know I'd almost say 50-50 you definitely need to get in check out the author and look around on those Um, another skill I like to teach the kids is to find the about page so you know how you're always on a website you always see the about page Um, so click on that about page read about their um, the company or the organization that's putting this information out. Find the authors. Do they have degrees? Are they you know? Did they? Um, what are they studying? Just get a, get to know a little bit about um, the background of where this information is coming from, and um, then you can kind of do a little bit better judgment on its reliability. Um, there's four kind of four criteria that I like to highlight when I talk about finding information and I have a nice little graphic that I'm going to put on the show notes at twopeesweare.com that shows the four it's bias you know whether the author is trying to kind of get you to lean one way or not credibility again talking about the author and their um, background relevance is it meaningful to what you're studying and then the fourth is accuracy is the information backed up So, um, those are just some some good search tips for your kids to to make sure that they are um, giving a good look and good study for what they're researching. Uh, Another part of critical thinking is organization, and we've talked about this. So, you know, once kids are researching, they're out on those websites, they're gathering all this information, where do they put it? So, you know, we talked about Drive, organizing in folders. Another great place to put research is on Keep, and that's what we actually share together. We have a Google Keep notepad, and we just kind of put our ideas on there so that we can both see them and refer to them often.
1: Awesome. And when thinking about critical thinking, really getting our students to think differently and in new ways. Yes. So... With that, I'm going to move into communication, and our students long to communicate. Obviously, within the world that we live in, we are constantly talking and texting and, and Snapchatting, Snapchatting <laughs> and doing all that fun stuff. So our students long to communicate. They long to belong. They long to belong. Yes, they hey, do. I like that. Um, so think about how connected they are outside of the school walls and try to think about bringing that into the school walls so in canvas we have inbox so students can send um like an inbox message to each other and we have comments on google so any of the google apps in the g suite uh, you have that ability to make comments on slides or docs and create suggestions um in collaborate in collaboration (laughs) in your google suite you also have keep which is a great um, collaboration tool and it's the way Heidi and I do a lot of things. You can do just like one little post-it note Mm -hmm. is what I always think of keep a post-it note and you can share that with another person and maybe you're communicating in that way. In slides you have the ability to create comments but you also at the bottom of a slide deck have the ability to create speaker notes. So if students are working together and they want to Um, leave a note or create notes for themselves so they don't forget what the speaker said. They have that ability. And then um, a huge way to get students communicating and sharing out with the world is through blogging. And in Lakota, we have the Seesaw blog feature as well as Edublogs. So getting students to think about their work and um, creating that positive digital footstep Footstep, footprint <laughs> in our world, so that, so that um, they can step. <laughs> they can step with a uh, positive step. And I love um, how blogging gives
0: the kids that authentic audience. So you know, whether it's their classroom or teachers or beyond, um, they've they they've got other people reading what they're going to write. So it's going to make them think about what they're writing and think about their audience. Absolutely. Um, here in Lakota, we created a course called Sailing the Seven Seas. And instead of S-E-A-S, it's the capital C, Z, Cs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, so we took our four Cs, and it's, it's a course that's kind of getting our students ready and our teachers ready for the one-to-one. And we did not want to make it about the device. I mean, of course, you know, it's like, how do you work it? How does it work? How do we um, turn it on? How do we, How do we plug our headphones in? Yes, all of that is in there, but the biggest part is the good teaching and learning, like we talked about earlier, with the four C's. So because it was a C theme, we decided to talk about the seven C's. So we stretched out the four C's and we added citizenship about the culture, and then we added citizenship about knowledge, and then we also added another C with content curation. So it's all in there, um, and I think it'll be great. We're going to roll it out to the teachers soon, and then we're going to roll it out to the kids next year. All right, so this is the part of the show that's called Little Things That Make a Big Difference. Um, We just discovered this really cool little, I guess we can call it a hack, little hack Mm -hmm. in um, Google Slides. And I'm doing a presentation, like I was talking about sailing the seven seas. So I'm getting ready to do some PD with teachers on that. And I wanted on my presentation slides to have like music just kind of in the background as they're walking in, um, getting kind of getting started so um what you can do to have music in slides is you can go to is it import or not import you can go to insert sorry Mm -hmm. insert video and you can find a youtube just a song and what was the song that i chose
1: um imagine dragons thunder
0: thunder so just kind of happy little song. And their, their theme at the junior high is um, bring the thunder. So I wanted a little bit of thunder song in there. So I inserted this YouTube song. Um, I set it you, in the video options. You can set it to autoplay. So as soon as I get the slide up there in present mode, it'll autoplay. And then you can right click on the video itself. And then you can loop it. So, I, so it'll just like continue to go the whole time. Um, and then when you're ready, you just take that video, you click it, you select it so that the little blue dots um, show around it, and you drag the little corner dot in to make it teeny teeny <laughs> teeny tiny to make it teeny tiny.
1: <laughs> it is tiny.
0: And you can and I made it as small as I could make it. and then you just drag it all the way like to a corner of your slide so that no one really notices that it's there but the video is actually there. So then, as soon as you're in present mode, voila, the music is playing. So much fun.
1: Okay, so let's connect, curate, and collaborate. Today we're going to highlight AJ Giuliani. His Twitter handle is at AJ Giuliani, and that's AJ j-u-l-i-a-n-i and his podcast is titled inside innovation and his website is aj and he focuses a lot on pbl and the genius hour slash 20 time and in the realm of future ready and thinking about innovation his uh podcast is great to listen to mm-hmm. and he has many books that he has co-authored with another author but they are really really good to think get you thinking about innovative ways to um, get our students working and thinking create creatively and get that creative juices flowing so AJ Giuliani
0: All right, we are to our final segment called Make It Happen. Um, so we, this is where we challenge you with something that we talked about today on the episode. Um, so our char- your charge this week is to make one of the C's part of your lesson creativity, collaboration, communication, critical thinking. So make it part of one of your lesson plans next week. Um, And and when you're thinking about that, be explicit and identify what C it is so that you always have that like in the back of your mind. Because when you start like kind of bringing it to the forefront, like, oh, okay, my kids are communicating today. Oh, well, they're collaborating today. Then it kind of becomes part of your everyday lesson planning.
1: Awesome. And once you do that, give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. We want to hear what you're doing and how the students reacted and how it made you feel. So check us out at 2 Are on Twitter. Let us know or 2 um, com, or uh, leave us a message, not a message, a review <laughs> anywhere that you listen to the podcast. But we want to know how's it going? <laughs> Listen to 2 peas We Are Podcast. You can find us at 2peasWeR.com or on Twitter at 2PsWeR. Shout out to us, share, give feedback, or just ask us a question. We are all in this together.
0: One, two. Test, test, test. Test, test, test.
1: Test, test, test. Test, test, test. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll see how that sounds.